This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Swings. I see the boy Swings done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> Hip-hop culture, I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it. Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory, like Oprah's Bumani. Damn, son, Yo, where'd you find Yo, this? Keep a Basement Podcast, Tom Zappia, Michael Sweeney, T-Sizzle, that's what they call me back in high school. Got a little joke before you uh, start doing announcements wait, wait, wait. they call me T-Sizzle back in high school. Uh, I don't have, if you check out the last episode, your monologue, it's mostly announcements, I don't have much. Joe Sweeney, FedEx package, he asked if I saw a package outside, and I was like, nah. Then he called FedEx and complained that he never received the package. So they were like, sir, do you think you brought the package inside? He's like, no, I didn't see shit by my garage or by outside. I don't know the packages. It's lost. And they're like, sir, do you think someone took it next door or wherever or it was misplaced? And he's like, well, my neighbor's friendly and they would tell me. And I live next to my 90-year-old uh, mother-in-law. So I think, no, I never came in. And then they were like, okay, hold on. And they put him on hold for like 20 minutes. And he was like fighting, saying, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I had to, Where's the package? It isn't, I haven't seen it. it and you guys said it like come that. here in a, a week ago. Wait a second. Doesn't he work for FedEx? No, UPS. So wouldn't he be getting like a UPS hookup or something? I don't know. It dep- it's not his fault that a package goes to you, FedEx or UPS. What is he? The fucking uh, yeah, the delivery Nazi? 
Anyway, Whoa. he then realized the package was in the house the whole time <laughs> on the phone. And he already like fucking like yelled at the people and so everything. He, he already looked like an idiot. So he was like, "Excuse me, Mish, I'm I'm sorry, but I actually <laughs> found the package behind the bush. The wind blew it. The wind must have blew it away. It was really windy out." And he's like, "Shit, it was inside the whole time." And he, after he hung up the phone, and I was like, "Damn." He's like, "You didn't see this here, Mike?" <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen? I got so much Joe Masini material. If I went on so stage, it, it really hit in, inside. I don't know. Maybe me. <laughs> Definitely you. It could have been him. You didn't he was him. looking around the garage and everything. It was so funny. You are so dumb. You brought it in. And, and did I don't you, think did, so. Did you do it on purpose? Nah. You're smiling. I guarantee you. Nah, I didn't. He's like, did you see anything Saturday, Mike? <laughs> it was so funny. It you probably brought it in and then he asked you and you said no. no. Right after you brought it in. But it was it. so funny because he was yelling and then it was so funny because when he saw he's like, oh shit, it's right here in the kitchen. And he's like, excuse me, Mish. He's like, nah, I'm on fucking hold. He's like, Mish, uh, I found a package. It, it, the wind must have took it. It was behind a bush. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> oh, shout Eek. out for messing. Um, you got, um, oh, you didn't put, uh, whatever. Um, what do you, uh, yeah, so Sweeney Powder Monologue, I guess, two days ago with where we're at, announcements, upcoming stuff. So check that out. Um, little funny story right before we started to record this bad boy. Oh yeah, shout out to Promescent. Ice Cube rapped about having dick for days. Well, girl, I got dick for seconds. I need that Promescent Climax Control Spray. Just kidding. Rap line. Weeby. Seriously though, check out Promescent for their products because they work and they're FDA approved and doctors You can do it, put your ass into it. And they're really cool guys who uh, fuck with us, so thank you to them. Tell that story. Um, Porn! Okay, so... <laughs> So we did Exotica, I guess, roughly a month or so ago around Halloween time. And, um, you know, we had our crew there, Antonio, the cameraman, our buddy Mark, who who hooks us up and does camera stuff for us. And then, you know, myself and Michael. Um, and, you know, we did an interview uh, with uh, Christiana Sin. I wasn't really familiar with her uh, up up ahead, but then uh, I did the interview. Actually, she tried to touch my cock, and I don't think she got it because, you know, I wasn't hard. And even if I was hard, she probably wouldn't have got it. But... She reached. We we didn't put her interview out yet on YouTube, which we're we're, we're, hope, we're gonna be doing soon. But she reached out to us like out of nowhere recently. Actually, not out of nowhere. Sweeney commented on one of her photos, and then she hit us up. She's like, "Where's my interview? You know, when are you gonna put that out? Whatever, blah blah." And Sweeney's like, "Oh yeah, we're getting to my bed." She she was really cool. But then she is asking about a member of our crew trying to find his social media. And let's just put it this way. It wasn't me, it wasn't Alex, it wasn't Mike. So <laughs> that only leaves really one or two people. people. Don't know. And it wasn't Sam the intern, Antonio. as far as I know. It was Antonio, our cameraman. Antonio who, the yes, cameraman. is a confirmed, tall, good-looking man yeah. with uh, great uh, assets. Um and yeah, and she was she's looking for him. Like, can you can you tell him? Uh, you know, what's his Instagram? Send me my stuff. It's urgent. Blah blah whatever. And we're like, what? Why are you? First of all, why are you coming out to us a month later? It's because Sweeney commented on our photo. Mostly it jogged her memory, but still, like, she's like super urgent on trying to get Antonio's information. So, and he's currently out of the country. Um, committing to a prior engagement. So he's not aware of the news yet, as far as we're concerned. But we basically told him what, what, what she said, and we're waiting for his reaction. But the whole thing is insane. She's like, he hasn't posted a photo since 2014. DMs are kind of wild. Let's just say that. <laughs> People don't I'll believe me, some of my DMs that I've had, I don't really go around bragging about DMs or whatever, but it's not like she's a usually famous porn star. But I talk to people just like anything, because we all put on the same pair of pants every day. Well, she probably doesn't wear any pants or panties. But anyway... Like, it was just a little wild because, like, she's a pretty attractive girl, and obviously she's a, a porn star, in porn and all that. But it's like, sometimes Confirmed. when you're really hot 
and you come out like come for someone that bad, it's kind of like a I don't know unattractive. Isn't it a turnoff? Like now I realize as like a mediocre looking guy, primarily mediocre to ugly, I would say maybe. Uh, maybe good looking. Give yourself more credit. I'm kidding. But <laughs> after being called a great wingman by her, I feel down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's almost like, Just like I kind of, I kind of get it as a hot girl. Like I don't know. It's like do you, I don't even. It's hard to even want to like reach out to a hot girl now because she probably gets reached out so much. And you gotta have a good personality. Obviously, I got a good personality. But it's almost like a little too much now. If you're a really hot person reaching out to someone, it's like what's the catch here? You know what I mean? Well, it's the thing. She's and also it's like a, online dating's weird too. She's also a porn star, so it's not like she's struggling to find guys to fuck. So it's like a little weird. It's someone that you briefly spoke to for probably five minutes over a month ago, who is. He was really, you've had really no other, charm, being charming. He that is. Day. That's how he is. But other than that, you've had he no other contact hard. with him. It's just a little out of the blue. That weird. we know of. I'm thinking she's bored at home horny or she's a psychopath. <laughs> Combination of the two probably after the Domino's article. But if she does <laughs> listen to this, Christiana, we do like you. You're cool. We're just trying to wonder why you want Antonio's dick so badly. I guess it's interesting because like, you see him as a porn star and they have a lot of options and they fuck for a living. But maybe she doesn't do it as much. Maybe and, she thinks he's in the game. Because remember we were having that discussion at Oh, Zotica. yeah, you never know what he said. Maybe filming content. Like, I think Kieran Lee first thought that he was, like, an amateur or something. Yeah. Or no, we kind of... And that's yeah. definitely believable. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't know. I just find it weird how, like, a month later, like you said, and, like, you would think, like, weird if a hot girl did this to you on online dating, red flag. It's red almost, flag, but, you know. I, like, online dating, I'll, I'll match with hot girls and they'll ask for, like, ve- they'll want Venmo money or, like, certain money for a Snapchat premium. I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, I'll see. Like they like they're just selling nudes and shit. It's so stupid. That's true. But this is like she definitely would want to hang out in t- bang type scenario or meet him or send nasty stuff back and forth. Could be yeah, interesting. I imagine so. I'm a fan of this. Of course you are. <laughs> but yeah, we'll keep you updated on that once once uh, Antonio gets wind of the news. <laughs> He's in Colombia at a fucking wedding. The last country I'd want to go to, especially for a wedding. Not good. Um, we're working on uh, a couple projects, but I mean, we are still trying to, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let me say my I joke. Fuck next after this. Uh, Al- go Alabama that. student called in a bomb threat to LSU Florida this game is old. because friend was going to lose a bet. It's old, but funny. Part of me was like, bro, that guy is a piece of shit for calling in a bomb threat and scaring authorities and people. But then the other part of me was like, damn, he's a loyal ass friend. I would definitely call him up for a clutch situation or some help. I feel like you've done this joke. Also, guys, if you're at a comedy club and see Tom Zappia talking about bombing, he's not actually going to bomb the building. He just means the stage, which is a common thing for him. Sweeney's working out his stand-up material because he doesn't have the balls to go on stage, so he works out on the podcast. Not a bad idea. I feel like a lot of people probably do that anyway, and I'm better than a lot of the hack comedians I saw lately. Yeah, like who? <laughs> Tom Zappia. <laughs> Didn't you laugh? You're like, I'm like, dude, I want to do comedy now. You're like, that's so funny that you got motivated off of bad performance. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that, <laughs> but that would be confirmed from everyone else. But I mean, that's a, you were like, you have to tell people that. I'm like, nah, yeah, I'm not a it's dick. Also, you know, all over the place. Um, oh, yo, but co- the one thing I did forget to say about the monologue, how I talked about like contracts and everything. Mm-hmm. I list, I heard a story that's crazy wild. So this person that I know through a family friend had a hit song and made a lot of money off of it. He got free studio time. Like people were like hyping him up and everything. He got a lot of free studio time. And they were working with him. I don't know the details of the thing, but pretty much out of nowhere, when his song did well and everything like that, he was doing good with success. He kind of didn't have any other hits at the time, and he was getting out of a contract, and he owed a lot of money to people, right? Right. Out of nowhere, he was slapped with a $150,000 studio uh, fee from the people that gave it to him for free at first because they added up all the times he was in there and spent in there. 
and they want the money back, but they never they, they never talked about it. Whatever. In the yeah. Did he sign anything in the meeting? I don't exactly know the. Co- that's why the story does seem sketchy. I didn't want to talk about it, but then I was like, it's a good topic to talk about with contracts and like not doing free stuff or like you know be wary about who you're talking with or who you're networking with or what you're signing. Because at the end of it, when he didn't have as much money because the song was like you know not as popular anymore and he was putting out music, but it wasn't hitting as hard. He got hit with a fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar fucking studio fee. Yeah, that's a red flag. If he if they didn't disclose anything in the intro and he didn't sign anything, that's bullshit. I think he signed a contract though with uh, a a company related with that studio. Yeah, he might not. You know how like they're they're gonna try and snake you if you're not big. Think about being like a studio opportunity. You're not big. Thinking about being 19 years old and getting a fucking platinum song or a gold song or whatever the age you are, young kid. And you're just getting all this money coming in, and people are like, "Yo, come to my studio, blah blah blah." And then they start adding up. That's why those jewelers give out those like jewelry to promote their brand, and then they're like, "Yo, he stole my jewelry. He owes me three hundred thousand dollars." It's yeah. like always shady shit going on. You don't remember. Imagine being so so loaded. You probably have the money to pay the jeweler, but you kind of just like get samples and don't give it back. Well, yeah, I, my buddy used to do like like minor raps in uh, in high school, and he he went to do studio. He went to studio time to like record like a demo track or whatever you call it. Like I don't know, like f- t- eight or ten songs or whatever. But I think he paid for it, or it, maybe it was a friend's. So he just hooked him up. I mean, if this is like if you're going in blindly to something like that, and you don't know anybody who runs there or works there, if it's not a hookup or a connection, and you sign something, you pretty much you know sold yourself to the beast. Like you're gonna get hit with something yeah, like that. You're lucky they didn't take your music and just call it their own. Also, like for podcasting, if you sign, I didn't get into it so much, but I did a little bit about the licensing and your brand name. Are you signing that? You never, we never got in really detail, but are you signing it for a year? Or are you signing it for your, like all the whole life? When I got to give up RSS feeds, I figured that's my whole life. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. they're taking my RSS feed. RSS feeds what controls what when I put stuff out. Yeah, unless you're so doing every time they put it out, like they a, know about it. Unless you're doing like that's a, a lifetime thing to me. Unless you're doing like a completely different show or theme, or whatever. Where in which case you need to make a new account and it would be a new RSS feed. That's why like so many comedians have they do like three different podcasts, but it's a separate one for each. Gotcha. So, but but at the same time, they want your main best quality, especially when you're not hugely famous. I'm sure if Joe Rogan was like to go to the network, they'd be like, yeah, you can do any show you want, Joe. But with us, they want our main thing because like, we have all the names on it. Well, that's why the networks go to Joe, which is at this point is a joke because he's so big. And he's like, what do you like? What? He hasn't even talked to them. Literally, I was because uh, like Joe Rogan comes up with my suggestion on YouTube, obviously clips and, and whatever. He, he's getting to a point where all of his f- full episodes these are full episodes, like some three hour, two and a half hours long. Are they like all over a million views? Like millions and millions of views, which is more than any cable show or radio show gets daily. There's some algorithms now on YouTube that's weird too. If you were to look on like Instagram about a podcast, they come up on your YouTube. It's like getting all connected. It's yeah. weird. And then like, you know, like how you're asking, how do we get views on certain things? Yeah. <clears throat> For instance, say if Tiana Trump, Adam 22, no jumper interview was going on. If we're in the next, where if we're in the search next to it, that's how you get the views. That's what happened with Joe Budden and Andrew Schultz, how we did it organically. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now more than ever, YouTube is controlling what they want to be put on certain things. Because even when people comment like, oh, look at this. This old YouTube video came up of Morgan Freeman talking about women. Like they, 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 they pick what they want. Like it's an algorithm to be like posted on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. weird what to go viral now. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they usually try to cater it towards whatever you are into or your history is into. That's why, like, the same thing with, like, when you, you know, see advertisements yeah. about shit you were talking well, about. Same, same deal. I was watching some weird... You, you've you been watching dating shit on my channel? We share the same YouTube. 
It comes I always up. do that because sometimes I go to fucking edit one of the descriptions in the videos and I forget to switch back to my channel. So next time I go on, it's automatically go on yours. But I usually notice in early on dating you're, stuff. You're putting like attraction stuff on my thing, not to call you out. No, I didn't put that on. And then also on. the Morgan Freeman clip of Wait, him telling telling him how to like ignore women. He, there's a Morgan Freeman clip where he talks about ignoring women, shit. and he talks about ignoring women, right? And it was, someone was like, oh, weird, YouTube algorithm making this video appear again after nine years old. It's all hip-hop shit and Rogan shit and Gary V, which is you. There was dating stuff on there. Dating oh stuff. I was probably watching a podcast club. Oh, he did put it on YouTube, on his YouTube. Um, who? Waldo. Also, check out um, me and my roommate Waldo, who has uh, been on the pod before, his mockumentary first episode. Oh, yeah. um, hopefully Sweeney will come actually by to my apartment one time so he can ha- we can have him in one of the episodes. Um, it's up on uh, his Instagram, Filth Upon Filth, and at the Doe Show on YouTube. It'll be up on mine soon enough. Um, we can have a slumber party. But it's pretty I, funny. We can bring the Zoom and have a podcast and then do a thing. I want the music in there, though. Um, yeah. I always felt you're a, a natural ladies' man in the sense that women really love you. The women I know who know you adore you. And you always seem to have a, a natural affinity around women. Would you accept that? Yes, yes. I, I, I absolutely adore women. I just do. I, you know, I'm a mama's boy. I, I absolutely love women. Hashtag uh, me too. But you know, I also have uh, an abiding respect for them. I think that's, that's what comes across more than, you know, I'm not what you would call a ladies' man. No. You know? I'm not a real big skirt chaser. A small-time skirt chaser? There is a secret. I'll <laughs> tell you after the show. <laughs> Good thing Cosby didn't do this speech. God, what's the secret? This is nine years, eight years old. It was randomly Don't on the YouTube feed. Really? They'll chase you. Don't chase me. Is that your strategy? Yeah. Does it work? Works very well. <laughs> Doesn't work for me. <laughs> I'm so I'm saying you got to initially get interest. How do, so expl- explore this technique for me. So... What is the technique of letting them chase you? How do you make yourself known as potentially available? Just don't do it. Don't, <laughs> you know, you, you meet a lady, you express to her how wonderful she looks or how you respond to the way she looks or whatever it is, and then go on about your business. Dallas, and does it ever yeah, fail? Curious, you know, they're around. like horses in a pasture sometimes. <laughs> you walk into a pasture and the horse, horse sees you. He's coming over to investigate. And if you if you see a lady and you, you don't go, you know, drooling all over her, she's going to want to know why. So you've, basically a lifetime of non-drooling has been a successful strategy. Yeah. Yeah, it works fine. Any other tips? Um, you, you need to have a, a large amount of respect for ladies. They, they respond to say money. Uh, How are you <laughs> dealing with being a single man again after a long time married? Uh, this has happened before. Morgan's what happens... Generally, is that uh, sort of like, oh, oh, he's back. (laughs) 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 So then you're sort of like, you know, you're you're in you're in a good position. You know, what do you think? I agree, but also he's Morgan fucking Freeman. He doesn't have to put any work in. I feel like a normal guy. You got to know. You got to let a know. You got to let a girl know you're in the building. She's got to know you're in the building. Swag on a million zillion. It's kind of like what the Call Her Daddy's girl, girls were saying because it's not like a girl walks into a room and sees and there's a guy there unless he's like you know an actor or an athlete and they're like you know oh my god you gotta let them know you're there. In the other case, if you go and you see a hot girl, the girl already knows. It's like yo, I know every guy in this room wants me on a smoke show kind of thing. But actually, I always kind of see Morgan Freeman as just like a like an entity. Like I didn't, I can't picture him fucking anything. So I, I never really yeah. saw him as like a 
A poon slayer, whatever the hell he's doing. Poon slayer. But no, it was actually interesting because it reminded me of the Call Her Daddy thing where they said you have to have a hot girl in your pictures. Because I feel like Morgan Freeman, the same thing. Like if a girl knew you had a hot girl or, you know, you dated hot women, you'd be looked at as more attractive and you wouldn't have to put any work in. They'd come to you. So that was my relating YouTube clip of Morgan Freeman talking about how to get women and not to chase them. And they kind of just come to you. And and I was just going to play this Call Her Daddy clip that kind of... Remind me of the same thing, similar instances, because they were talking about how, like, if you are put like to put a picture of a ex girlfriend who's hot, who is a dime piece on your Instagram, and it will help you because other women will see that if you're on online dating or anywhere, and they'll just check your Instagram and see like, oh shit, he dated this girl, she's hot. I'm insecure, she's hotter than me, and it actually has worked because it's worked before social media with me. It worked when I was dating someone back in the day. And uh, other women were interested because they saw I was with this girl hanging out with pretty girls and had pretty friends. And they knew I was like talking to her and it was like they were competing for her. And I think women do like competition in a way. It all depends on the girl and also the age groups. As you get older, I guess it's less of that. But I think primarily in your 20s and your te- in like your teens or high school, college and after colleges, I think it, it, it still remains true that, that competition factor with women and probably in like celebrity world as well. And then also this is another thing where you're like besties with a girl. It probably doesn't work out well. Like, like you could be besties with a girl. Well, people, well, girls don't know. Sometimes if you have a group of hot girlfriends and you're like the gay bestie and the dude, it, it will work in your favor. Will will help you out. But other times it won't. Like the girl will know. Like, oh, that just is like friends who are girls. They're pretty, or whatever. But he doesn't bang any of them. But like, if they think they have the idea that you're with hot girls or banging a hot girl, then it's more attractive. I feel like. Yeah, of course. We've we've said this before. That's why when I heard the call her daddy clip, so I listened to their, their most recent episode. Um, I was, you know, I was actually agreeing with them because we know we have. Did I known- say all that and it wasn't on film? Mm, some of it wasn't. Um, okay. We've been, we have been known to call out, call her daddy before, not for any specific reasons. Because I'd say ninety percent of the time they're right; they're just talking what's right. But like, yeah, like uh, you leave a, hot, a photo leave of breadcrumbs. you or your hot ex on there, leave and breadcrumbs. Yeah, your new, your you know, your new interest is like going to see that and be like, oh, yo, he's got a good history. I'm up in here. Yeah, like, and they automatically get jealous, and it makes them more interested. The guy doesn't even have to do much. The funniest part about that call her daddy clip is that the one girl said she went and brought it up to the guy that she was seeing because she saw an old photo on there of him with her ex and she brought it up to him like like you know trying to play it out like is he doing that strategically yeah. or is he not even like just didn't delete anything and he's like oh no that's exactly why I do it like I know a girl's gonna be into that if they see my ex was hot I'm automatically you know in the driver's seat yeah. he literally admitted it so he knows what he's doing I also respect women who don't delete their pictures of their ex-boyfriends but it's funny when they're in like five different relationships over the years and you can like see all the pictures of all the places they went yeah. but a lot of them will delete it because it's depressing at the time when they get dumped or get rid of them I mean, and they, they want to refresh their history like they want to clear it out yeah, that body count's still there though you know what I mean? It doesn't go away. Yeah, I'm weird with that. It's like I feel like you don't think like why like why go out of your way to delete shit or unfollow people? Like who cares? It's over if you're if you're at ease with people. But I kind of get it. If it was rough break, like if it was rough or like it was weird, yeah, you probably I would just like you probably like then I see the other end of it. It's like you delete everything. It's like it's never happened. It's like it's weird. That's why relationships yeah, like are men fucking in black. Rough. With it's men like, in black with that thing, Will Smith. And- yeah, exactly. That's why it's like rough. It's like a fucking hardcore three year relationship, like back and forth, love each other, this that and there, whatever, and then it all just ends shittily because she he cheats or she cheats, not hating on women, whatever. And it's like, I gotta just delete everything and erase everything like nothing ever happened. That's why relationships are fucking suck. <laughs> See, but, like, but yeah, they were, they, no, they were very right on that, on that note. Yeah. I was gonna say, the, the thing with uh, Antonio and the porn star, uh, people think it's amazing and great. 
It's funny when a guy's in that point of view. Like, if it happened to a girl, they have, I think it would be, like, different, right? You know what I mean? Like, if that happened, like, a male porn star reached out to a girl, would, they, would the same reaction happen? I guess. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, maybe not. It's, like, kind of looked at as, like, creepy or weird, right? Yeah. But, like, a guy, it's, like, awesome. Very interesting. I was with your this. ex. I'll play we've the clip. This is the clip. Call daddy. And we have daddy. completely changed our minds. Completely changed and our minds. We mind. have a serious oh, update. We're gonna tell you that you. They can said dimes only though. One but they, picture with your ex girlfriend, and only if she's a fucking dime piece. If she was a ten out of ten, you keep her on there. You use her. It's going to make the girls that you talk to in the future feel insecure and be like, this guy must have great dick game because he was able to pull that ten. I was talking to this guy and I was scrolling through his Instagram and he has a picture with his ex and I was like wait right. what does he have why was she yeah. with him so it makes you hotter if you've only dated some ugly motherfuckers mm. then you really just gotta like keep that to yourself if a girl's gonna go and try to hook up with you and see that you used to date a pretty busted chick it's not gonna turn her on I actually lived this when you see uh from standards, I guess, like, I don't know. It's weird. When you see a guy who's not attractive, you would say, right, ugly guy with a hot girl, what do you think? What are, like, the three things you think about? Is he significantly older than her? What, you think sugar daddy? Sugar mama, whatever? Like, like yeah, uh, he's time. loaded. He's yeah. loaded, probably. Successful. Yeah. They're the same age. Big dick. Apparently, big dick doesn't matter, though, to a lot of women. I think all that it's, stuff... It's money? You think money success? Or, like, a comedian? Or funny, I don't always, funny personality? I don't always go that negative route. I was like, I was like yeah, he probably has a good personality, or he's funny, or not, People like, go dull. negative. Or has like and has like a sick job or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of that shit's overrated. Like, oh, he's got a big dick or he's got a bunch of money. I mean, depending on depending on the girl, also because some girls are you know nuts and some girls literally don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like I've you like everyone's been with a girl. It's like you've been with a girl. It's like how the hell yeah. did I score this? Or and then other ones are like, oh no, she's not hot. I'm drunk. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's it's all subjective. It's, yeah, it's all subjective. The thing is interesting is it's all subjective. One, but two. I agree with these color daddy girls, but the one photo thing is stupid. I think multiple photos is fine. And I think, like, I remember when I put out a photo, it got people interested when I was out in Hoboken one time when I was just, like, with a couple of Latina girls and my friend's girlfriend and actually got DMs from it from girls. They're interested if you're out more with your crew and there's girls involved, too. Like, they don't exactly know if you're having sex with a girl or not. Some girls will back off if you do it too much, though. If you yeah. have, like, too many photos with girls, they'll think you're dating that girl. That's why they but, say one. But, there is, like one, but it is a competition. Them, it, gets their, it gets them in. To show that it's you like previously a, dated, like I guess, line, yeah. if you're talking. Yeah. But how do you garner that attention, that initial attention? Like Morgan Freeman was saying, you don't give them attention or you, you play not interested, et cetera. Obviously, it works. Well, that would play right into it. Put it this way. If you put out an Instagram post and you're, yeah. you have a couple hot girls in the phone, yeah, yeah. maybe even one of your boys is in there. Whatever girls you're trying to fuck with on Instagram, like low key, you're trying to be getting their DMs yeah. or whatever. They they're gonna see it, and you're trying to get them to come to them. So it's not like you're you're kind of doing the Morgan. You're kind of going. You're putting something out there, knowing they're gonna see it, but you're not going right to them and being like, I, "Yo, you know." I've been saying this shit before social media. It worked for me back in the day when you have multiple options, or if you're talking to a girl, dating a girl, other girls see that who once rejected you or who were on the fence about you, and they're more interested because they see, oh wow, this I could have had this guy. He has another girl now, and she's pretty hot and cute. I'm interested more. Let me talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Con- I think it's. I think that's how you get. I think that's how you get hot girls. Actually, that's how you get hot girls to date you. Because I was like, I was talking to a girl, and we weren't official. But when I had other options coming in, and she saw that, it kind of made the hot girl jealous too. Even if the girls weren't as hot, and it made her want to date me. It made her realize, oh wow, this guy's competition. It here, shows blah, blah, blah. that he's he's wanted by it's other. Some bullshit know. games, though. 
Yeah, it's all games. I it's guess all, it's about being it's one all perspective in games and shit. It, that's why it's so annoying, like getting to that point of having multiple options. It's like yeah. you gotta play forty eight games or just go back and forth yeah, texting yeah. for weeks before you do anything. And it's just like, yo, like, what's the deal here? What was your take on Caller Daddy? Pretty much, they give information out that's Look, easily accessible. and got, Everyone knows about it. I got no hate Not on Caller Daddy. I, it's again, we sound cloud chase or whatever. They're fucking huge, like for a reason. They're hot. They talk about very interesting, deep sexual stuff or whatever they got the barstool cosign i'd say from i've from the episodes i've listened to probably four or five episodes 98 percent of the time they're just spitting out facts like they do it in a vulgar very sexual way which isn't really my cup of tea but they're all they're right like it's not like they're you know making up lies or whatever and then if they do we call them out one time yeah we they were wrong agree i thought them. yeah everybody's gonna, be, out everybody's gonna be wrong if you listen to all our episodes it's sweeney or me said something where you're like you're an idiot so i mean it's just the best of both you know it's it's from both you know perspectives but but um if you're if you're wrong on something cuz i and like me or mike or alex some knows from personal experience like no that's i or i or, or you could just be like no that was different for me we're going to call you out on it so but no shout out to call her daddy and um and barstool they're cool i'm kidding i don't like barstool at all anything but, else with them um francis ellis shout out to him Look no there him. was another clip uh my phone there was an this story is so fucked Play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Out and I go, uh, obviously you don't know who the Sweens is, okay? A fucking world-renowned hip-hop and radio producer and host, radio host, who's done interviews with countless superstars and is a fucking multifaceted talent. So the fucking best thing you could fucking do is have him be a sponsorship for your fucking ship bag CBD oil because the kid's a fucking legend in the game, okay? He's the fucking greatest interview you will ever see. Howard Stern, Charlemagne, Larry King ain't shit on Mike Sweeney, okay? So you're going to want to fucking have our business, motherfucker. Sincerely, the, sincerely, the Sweeney. Get yourself shot. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Let's get ready to rumble! Yeah. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. <laughs> 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 I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviewers. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan, and you follow the artist, and you study an artist, and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers, I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the truth yeah. of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipes? Yeah, Sipes, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Hey. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. 
What keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like keep it like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay. Yeah. Alright, alright. Uh hey what's going on? It's your boy Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney Swing and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. Making money. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures in over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer as well as a channeled sleeve able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Keep It Basement is brought to you by Promescent. Promescent is a safe, proven, effective, lasting longer spray that can delay ejaculation and let men enjoy lovemaking in a way that they didn't know was possible. Promescent isn't just a spray to help you last longer in bed. It's a way to slow down the clock, giving you more time to play, more time to explore, and more time to discover new levels of intimacy with your partner. The primary benefit of using Promescent is that it is a local therapy and you won't have the risk of experiencing side effects like you would with an oral supplement. Simple and easy to use, just spray on the underside of the head of your penis and some on the underside shaft as well. Apply three or more sprays, but no more than 10 and rub in. Wait five to 10 minutes until it is fully absorbed into your skin. Don't forget to wash off the spray before engaging in sexual intercourse. Promescent offers spray, lubricant, condoms, and Betaflux, an erectile dysfunction pill, and offers free shipping on U.S. orders over $10. Follow Promescent on Instagram or visit promescent.com for more information. This is the Keep It Basement Podcast. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Laughable, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you can listen to us at. And also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Keep It Basement. And check the YouTube page out, Keep It Basement YouTube, for more interviews and content coming your way. Thank you for listening. Guys, let me tell you about a real story about Promescent. I actually got this product at Exotica one year when I was doing press. Um, I saw it in a goodie bag, and a porn star gave it to me and said, you got to try it out because uh, apparently it makes you last longer in bed and it makes you have a good sex game. If you lack a good sex game or if you want a better sex game, I guess. And I don't think I had a great sex game, to be honest with you. So I remember there was this pretty girl I was talking to, and I was really nervous to hang out with her and to have sex with her and eventually hook up with her. And I sprayed it on me, and I tried it out. And it worked well because I lasted really long, and I was like a god in bed. I was like a motherfucking porn star. Like what I lacked in my size of my penis probably and a lot of other stuff, I gained with lasting long and uh, giving her multiple rounds, and she loved it. And uh, she had uh, multiple orgasms and really enjoyed it. And at the time, I didn't tell her, like, hey, listen, I sprayed this stuff on my penis, and it made my penis kind of numb, and it made me last longer. So, like, I didn't want to say that, because it would just be, like, a little too weird for the first time, but it got me over the anxiety of uh, ejaculating very quickly. You are tuned in. <laughs> you are tuned in to the Keep It Basement podcast with your boy, Sweet. You heard. 
Sweens. Now tune to motherfucking derelict. Keep it basement with the Sweens. That's the name of the podcast. Keep it basement with the Sweens. Uh, oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically. Uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president, CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Warning, 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 warning. The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. Warning, warning, warning. The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. Warning, warning. <laughs> So Keep it basement has entered the building. Um, the whole point of the call her daddy thing was that clip we played, and then the rest is that it doesn't work the same for guys as it does for girls. Being yeah. jealous, like if you walk into a room and you see a hot girl with a guy, and you're just like, okay, because like first, you know, you don't really come across us saying guys yo. don't really come across saying, yo, that's a great looking guy. I mean, sometimes we do if it's obvious, but like you don't care as much. Antonio, the cameraman, you're not going to get immediately jealous or anything unless maybe they're like what they call her daddy yeah, girls yeah. are saying, an athlete or famous act. But like that's just how it works for yeah. for guys versus girls. Girls are a little bit more nuts that way. And like a girl's history, if you put it this way, if you have a, if you're a guy, you have a good history, Yo. meaning all your exes are smokes. You have a girl, and all her exes are probably going to be teetering because they're much more picky and more whatever else. So you're going to have some weird O's, some broke guys, some rich guys, some hot guys, some old guys, some young guys. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if you're a hot girl because you have a million options. So you're going to try different shit more often. If you're a dude, like you, and you're going to get in a relationship with someone, you. you Looks are a very important thing. You're not going to most likely get in a relationship with a bunch of ugly girls. A bunch of ugly girls. Guys, women on the other hand, are playing their odds. It's like, this one's got money. Let me date him for a little while. Yeah. This one's famous. Let me date him for a little while. This one's a loser, but he has a big cock. Kind of has to do it. We talked about the Zora. Kind of has to do with the same topic. Say if you saw a girl and she has a new guy every day, you would be. she would be looked at as like a whore or a hoe, right? But I feel like months, yeah. I feel like as a maybe not a whore, just a relationship jumper. I would I would say say if you were a guy and you see you see a guy with a new girl every day, the guy would think that you're the man because you have all these women. Yeah, and standard. I think the girl might actually be attracted too because she sees you're with a lot of women and she wants to be wants to know why you get so many women and she might be onto into that. Some Most, might think you're a pimp though and not like it, but I feel like some girls actually like I think a guy who really gets hot, consistently open, s- semi sluttier girls will love it. Yeah, and the other girls won't. You, you kind of want one right in the middle because you want uh, like the ones who are probably going to hate him are more so a little not as attractive or have something annoying about them. You kind of want it in the middle. You want it like you know, but um, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how that's how it's always been. It's probably how it always will be. I mean, I don't want. I'm I'm not trying to date a girl who you know prior to me talking to her i saw her with 15 guys in a year how do you know though how do you know the whole facts report how do you know the yeah, see if they delete their instagram pics yeah especially the when they delete their history report. report they do the men in whole black facts. thing yeah the whole facts report how do you know the mileage um you don't that's the thing you're going in blind the bodies that's something i feel like saying like unless people guys always care people are always them. like i want to be under 10 bodies i want to be under 20 bodies but i feel like it doesn't matter even, anymore because like people that. just you know what i mean i don't like to think about that. there's that yeah. meme there was that meme too like how could you tell a girl's a whore or anyone's pimping if like safe safe a girl has sex with her boyfriend 300 times a year right or whatever 300 a lot but it's just him and they've been dating for three yeah, years yeah but what if what if what if you're t- talking to someone who bangs 300 separate people like random dudes? then you're talking about me I think the vagina Dudes, does you change. Said, yeah, that's me. I feel like oh. the vagina changes. Like I think it molds with the penis. I feel like I'd rather have a girl who's banging one guy three hundred times than a girl who's banging three hundred guys one time, right? Well, it also shows that she was in a committed relationship and and, yeah. and into that. Yeah, true. And I think for the most part, not saying it's always the case, but the way with social media these ways these days is you could probably for the most part gauge if a girl is on the whore spectrum from her Instagram. I feel. Yeah. Like. 
Not always, but sometimes I feel like they more don't often promote it. A lot of the, there's the girls who promote certain things who you think uh, are promiscuous who aren't. That's true, but I'm saying the ones who mostly have like they have obvious. Look at me! I don't get laid. I got porn stars on my page. Yeah, it's true, but that's porn. And like, it's like building a, a brand like a here in interviews. People have it. Um, I think if you if you're promoting or posting like you know promiscuous or, or or you know open very open photos or revealing photos, it doesn't always are, mean that. Though. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I think more often than not, it does. Yeah, you you be confused. I'd say sixty percent. You be confused. Like these girls who are Snapchat cam girls, like doesn't mean that they're fucking all these people. They're just horny. They might get themselves off. Maybe. But there's girls, I know a girl who's a model who has like fake followers, all this other stuff. You would think that she fucks all the time and she doesn't. I knew, my buddy had a friend like that in college. She was like a Some actress like model, that. There's girls who bunch are, of followers. There's a girl who's, who bangs like 200 guys, who has banged like a lot of guys. Yeah. And like successful, great job, doesn't promote on social media. I don't you think job know. has anything to do with it. No, I'm just saying, but you wouldn't know. It, like You're saying just because someone promotes media. on social media? No, I'm not saying every person, but I'm saying... You said you could po- tell off dude, social you're, media. I'm saying if you're a girl... You can't, though, I feel like. If People you, are okay, mysterious. Okay. All I'm saying is if you're a hot girl and every other photo you post, like you post these thong photos in the summer and you post your boobs are out, you're, you're, you're drunk at they the bar They want whatever. attention. doesn't mean they're fucking. But I think I just said, I think more often than not, they are fucking. We could do a poll. We could have a bunch of hot girls in here, because that never happens, and be like, yo... I, I think they would agree with me, because you're kind of hating on women who are sexually free or putting stuff out there. I didn't say all. Free spirit's actually different than what you're talking about. Free spirit girls fuck. I didn't say free spirit, dumbass. I said revealing. Ah, it's not always the case. It's girls who are you're confident in their body. Yourself, though. You said not always. I'm saying most of the time. It depends. I know thing. a girl who's really pretty who's done that and doesn't didn't fuck a lot. So she would fall in the comp- in the fucking category of n- not being one. Yeah. Do you understand, yeah. dumbass? Because I because I could so. I see from different perspectives though. So can more, I. But more of my experiences of like what you're saying and girls who actually don't fuck a lot like that. I'm the other way around. I've noticed the opposite. Yeah. I, I would agree with you at one time in life, but I feel like now more than ever, just because like social media, you could live like kind of two lives in a way. I think age plays a factor too. Like if you're getting, you know, yeah. I'd say my, what I'm talking about up to roughly like your late twenties, I'd say more so, you know, if you're 38 and single and posting that kind of shit too, also I feel like, I mean, come on, whoa. Shit, My favorite is the like, girls on online dating. Not that I use it anymore, just for promotion of podcasts. It's like the <laughs> ones who say like how they're in for like not a one night stand and who want a relationship and like they're completely lying. That's always funny. Yeah, but what about those girls? I see that shit. You see that shit all the time on the online dating. Not in for a one night stand. Swipe left if you're just trying to fuck. But their first photo, they're naked. It's like, funny. what do you think? I mean, come on. That I think that they want something that they didn't have and they're used to just getting fucked all the time. That's fine. So they're kind of promiscuous, I guess. Basically, the offset thing. Hip hop talk, so people are making a joke out of it. Obviously, like the negativity is funny on social media sometimes. Fucked up saying that, but it's true. Like people like the negative, and sometimes the lie is more entertaining than the truth. We obviously don't know what happened, but since his prior history, he's been caught cheating. Obviously, right? So like Takashi Six Nine's baby mama put this thing out where Offset DM'd her and said, uh, "Miss you for real." I, I don't know who Offset or Dipset is or Dipshit. I know Takashi Six Nine. Cardi B. And I've been doing research. There's people out there who literally listen to only 20 minutes of an episode or less, and they look for episodes that are that short. Because I've been seeing more podcasts popping up like under an hour episodes, which I don't like. I like like an hour and a half. Spotify's interesting, too, because Spotify gives you room to grow an opportunity because it's not sponsor-driven like Apple or like Monopolize, where you have to be like Joe Rogan to get a huge hit. Like, for the instance, for Spotify, I could put, like, Joe Rogan's success story, and I'll be under Joe Rogan's podcast for a lot of his fans. Last podcast on the left just signed a deal with Spotify. 
What's that mean? I don't even know who they are. Exactly. But they're huge. They're a um, conspiracy theory podcast by uh, hosted by Ben Kissel, who's like a New York comedian. He's been around for a Oh, yeah. That guy sounds familiar. And he's, they have a huge like core following on audio. But their YouTube isn't even that big. But Spotify just gave them a deal. Joe Budden's number one. details of the deal. Yeah, look, look at that. He does long... Well, how long are his episodes? I think like an hour. Yeah. I think hour to hour, anywhere between hour and hour and a half is standard. It doesn't matter. We were doing two it hours. Depends your topic. When you're all over the place like us, where we cover a bunch of different shit, it's going to be long. We were doing two hours, and people were listening to the whole thing. But it's like we were giving away too much gems because we could do an hour. We have so many gems. But like we don't. Like that's another thing I don't know about all of our numbers. But like we have so many. Need gems an archiver. We need someone more famous to go back and archive all the gems. I say. And the jokes, we a lot, try of, to good, do a lot of good material story, in there. Comedians really probably steal my jokes who are hacky, and I'm funnier than. Yeah, definitely. They steal your sauce on the stove jokes. <laughs> probably. All right, I think this is going to be an edit job, but uh, Christiana Sin is going to bang Adam. Oh, I mean, I mean, Antonio. I edited that out. I completely meant to say Antonio. Um, call her daddy was right. We don't hate them. Got porn uh, stars in the DMs. We have so much shit we're trying to do. It's just, again, it's a process. Promescent, Fleshlight, shout out to you guys. Look out for comedy videos. Look out for more pods. Look out for shirts. Look out for everything. Please tell us, tell a friend. You know, being stagnant, Instagram has been weird. Just tell us if you listen Engagement's to it. Engagement's down. If you're listening right now, for everybody. honestly, because it means more than anything to me, literally in life, it means more than the birth of my child, which I don't have. Uh, just tell get, a friend. That's you it. can't have kids. <laughs> People are like, be careful. Don't get pregnant. You can't get anyone pregnant if you don't get laid, Zapia. Word of mouth. I can get a surrogate, dummy. Um, word of mouth. Uh, is, that please. Car, is that a car part? Oh, my God. Tell, please tell a friend. Uh, oh, I was also going to say, um, the one thing, like, doing interviews back in the day and radio and all that stuff till now, I guess I'm learning experience for it. It's kind of interesting because, like, there'll be people with verified checks in my DMs and stuff like that, or I've been talking to people who are, you know, have big followings or people who are cool, and in, it's kind of inspiring in a way, or just, like, porn stars who are pretty famous. And, like... My fan level kind of went down, and it's kind of like, ah, put on the same pair of pants, don't give a shit, really. It's like, I'll talk to them about whatever and be funny. But, like, I feel like when you first start out, you're kind of, like, fucking, like, head over heels if it's a hot porn star or if it's someone you look up to, you're like, oh, damn, that's amazing. But, like, as you age or, or, or get seasoned to what you're doing or passionate about, you're kind of like, ah, whatever, like, they're cool. Yeah. Just follow to, or, you know. What do you think, you know, no? if you follow. Yeah, I agree. Tell a friend, literally, it doesn't matter though. When someone hits us up and says, I like your podcast or I listen to whatever, it still means everything to me because we're not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if it's a blue verified person. You're giving us any kind of time, which is amazing. Like the porn star DM and it's like whatever. But the most important thing, if you actually like it and think we spit out gems or have funny content, you just tell a friend. That's all we ask for. Or just tell us or like, you know, listen to it. Tell a friend that we're great more so than Or rate and subscribe to some of the stuff we have. Definitely leave us a rating. We don't have that many ratings, but I mean. We don't ask for ratings too. Or like say, hey, buy a rating. I was on fucking Upwork. I was doing work on Upwork, helping people create a podcast. A lawyer got paid a few hunch. Pretty cool. And uh, this dipshit was fucking. He was trying to pay people like two dollars to rate their po- to rate the podcast. I was gonna do it. Actually, I had a f- uh, uh, friend. I don't think you could do that. Though, I had actually. a friend tell me about a site where you go on and you could write people's college papers for money. I was like, that can't be legal. That's probably not. Like, There's a lot of gray yeah, area under, things as people, entrepreneurs say. It's underground hip-hop shit. You like put your paper up and be like, yeah, let me get Underground that. hip-hop? Why you got to be so racist about hip-hop? I would have done that in college. But I was good at writing papers. I was awful at tests, so papers is where I could actually like stay afloat. Um, yeah, but tell a friend. Keep a basement. Look out. Hit us up if you need Promessing or Fleshlights for Christmas. Because uh, I actually had my buddy ask if he gets some stuff for a secret Santa. Keep a basement. Keep a basement. I'm telling you to edit, the po- edit together the part. Wait, hold on. Redo the outro, but keep a basement. <sighs> I love how you're going to bitch about editing for six days and you make it more complicated. It's all you. You're the worst. I don't know why I'm redoing this outro. I want to fucking kill Mike Sweeney. Keep a basement, listen, and tell a friend. That's it.
We're out. Shout out to Locker. I think your grandma's right. Holiday podcast hair, hair coming lo- at you. Hair looks better with uh, shorter. I don't care. End it, dummy. Welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures in over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer as well as a channeled sleeve able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dang Stop. Yo, this is Sean Kelly. You're listening to... Fuck. (laughs) 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 Why are you staring at me? I'm not. You're literally staring at me. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey (laughs) Chaps. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it fucking moving. Um, Porn sex is like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? I mean, it's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got, like, really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I have one, too. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were s- sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches? How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. Sick of it. Stay down in the cellar and shut the fuck up. Now. Keep it basement podcast it description. Basement. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with host Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop <laughs> in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 600, 750, 
1000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate. Subscribe. Hey, thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Exactly. Get a job in California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the, at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my few on things.